This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. Coming up on 809, if you missed hearing the story yesterday, FEMA expanded its disaster declaration to include St. John's County, Putnam, and Flagler County. We were in touch with one of the uh, folks in the outreach office from FEMA about uh, the reasons for it and uh, connecting you to the resources and information if indeed your property sustained damage or your business, even with SBA uh, assistance that may be coming your way as well. Head to WOKV.com. And in the Hurricane Guide, which is positioned right there at the right of the page, you can connect with those resources. You can't even imagine, I couldn't at least, uh, how significant the need may ultimately be in southwest Florida. Headed there now is WOKV's Blair Miller, who yesterday was reporting to us from the Orlando area, some of the communities there, which were devastated by floodwaters that they haven't seen in decades, if not longer. And Blair, I'm not sure if you're prepared for what you're about to see once you arrive a little bit later in Fort Myers, but uh, I would imagine you'll have a chance to finally see for your own eyes what we've been seeing on TV for the better part of six days. Exactly. And I, and I think that's something that, you know, we're uh, going to be embedding with the National Guard crews here this morning once we arrive there in Fort Myers um, to kind of see what they've been seeing. And a big role they've been playing in all this is getting supplies like food and water to people who don't have access to that. There are several islands around the Fort Myers area that do not have um, access to that kind of stuff. So um, Air National Guard is going in, ground crews going in and getting that food and water people. Uh, on the way, and, and this is some of the grim aspects to this, is that they're looking for not only survivors, but people who do not survive this storm. And certainly that is playing a role for these National Guard crews. And so that will be some of what we're doing here today and seeing what they see. But as you and I have been talking about this, you know, it's uh, one thing to see it on television. It's another thing to see it with your real eyes. Very different perspective sometimes. As you're traveling south out of the Orlando area, what sort of things have you been seeing along the way? And I would imagine you're still probably a few hours away from the actual scene. Yeah, we're uh, coming around the Tampa area, and of course, you got to love that Florida traffic sometimes. Uh, <laughs> getting there, but um, <laughs> uh, but um, we're, we're meeting up with the National Guard crews um, around Punta Gorda, and then we'll be heading south. Um, and so that's that's kind of the plan. Um, and as as we make our way closer there, we certainly uh, will will certainly uh, be able to tell it. I, I think uh, from what I've been told from some of our colleagues. As we have been hearing about the potential losses, to date, there's already been payouts that have come, and this is less than a week since the storm hit. How is FEMA trying to kind of cut through red tape to make things simple for those who lost nearly everything or or a significant amount of their uh, uh, life's worth? Well, and that's something I was talking with FEMA crews about yesterday is, you know, how quick can people get this uh, money? Because there's certainly a great need. They said they've had 160,000 applications for disaster relief so far statewide. And they say, yeah, some of the payouts have already come. They say the biggest challenge for folks is having the correct information, having the right financial documents in line, you know, fi- financial and housing documents, some people just don't have those. Maybe they lost them in the storm. And so they said that can be sometimes the biggest barrier to trying to get um, people approved for this aid so quickly. Sometimes they'll fill out information, but then have to wait seven days to make sure they have the right information, whereas those who have it all together um, can quickly get those payouts. What do you hope to show us on TV a little bit later today? And we'll have a chance to recap with you again tomorrow, but we'll be watching on Action News Jacks this evening at 5 and 6. What do you hope to show? You know, I really... Yeah, people have seen the damage, and I think what we hope to show here today is um, really the reality of what's going to be taking place for a long time, that people truly need 
basic help. This isn't, um, you know, about getting money right now. It isn't about, you know, the long-term aspect of, you know, what they do about insurance or building nice homes again. But people need basic things right now. And so I think it's really trying to boil that down. And then, you know, these are crews have been doing this, you know, for what, six days now? Mm-hmm. I've kind of lost count. Um, you know, what's the reality like for them seeing this? You know, these are members of the military, uh, members of the Coast Guard, um, but, you know, they've been doing this day in and day out. Uh, what's the reality for them? And so really uh, trying to put the real perspective on that for what people aren't seeing. We'll lay eyes on Action News Jacks this evening at 5 and 6 for the story. Stay safe, and we'll uh, connect again tomorrow. Our Blair Miller headed to the Punta Gorda area and eventually deploying with the National Guard a little bit later today. To date, we got this uh, from the governor's office. Insurers have reported a total of $1.6 billion in estimated insured losses and more than 222,000 claims. And that number is just going to swell over the coming days, weeks, and months ahead.